When I told my wife Anita that baseball free agent Bryce Harper had signed a 13-year, $330 million contract with the Phillies, and Mike Trout had agreed to a 12-year, $430 million deal with the Angels, she just shook her head and said that maybe she should have married an overpaid ball player instead of an underpaid English professor. For me, I, I got the length, I, wanted the, I got the contract that I wanted, I got the, you know, the team that I wanted, and the ownership that trusted in me. Um, for me, I, once I knew Trout was going to sign, it's, it's inevitable. You know, he was going to be the highest player in the game in all of sports, so um, you know, I'm very happy for him. While I never made it to the major leagues, I reminded Anita that I was getting paid by teams to play ball when she started dating me in the early 1960s, and that she actually benefited from my arrangement with one of the teams. In the 1950s and 1960s, Pittsburgh was a hotbed for sandlot baseball and slow-pitch softball. Those of us who didn't attract a scout or a bird dog in high school went on to play sandlot baseball in the hope of signing a professional contract. When that hope faded, we moved on to one of Pittsburgh's three major softball leagues. In those days, most softball teams in Pittsburgh were sponsored by beer joints located in working-class neighborhoods. Sponsors had to put up money for the league entry fee, the cost of umpires, the team's equipment needs, including game balls, and most important of all for the team's sponsor, uniforms with the beer joint's name boldly emblazoned across the front of the team's jersey. Beer joint owners also took great pride in displaying the trophies won by their softball teams, so there was an incentive to field a team with the talent to win championships, to attract and keep talented players that offer free drinks and food after games. For their best players, usually ones who had played professional baseball in their earlier years, owners would slip money, usually a $20 bill, into their pockets after the team won a game. With three major softball leagues operating in Pittsburgh, most of us played for teams in two of the leagues. With teams playing home and away games, each week that meant a steady flow of games in Iron City Beer. I couldn't help but notice that some of my older teammates were well on their way to impressive beer bellies, though they claimed that, like Babe Ruth, the added girth gave them more power. When Anita and I started to get serious about each other, she thought it would be fun watching me play in one of my softball games. The best team that I was playing for that summer was Gene and Riches, so I decided to bring her to one of its games. It also helped that Gene and Riches, owned by two Italian brothers, was more of a dive than a beer joint and served great platters of pasta. Earlier that summer, I'd taken Anita to a Pirates game after she claimed she loved baseball, but after Anita developed a severe headache, the Pirates will do that to you, I had to take her to the first aid office. Anita fared better at the Gene and Riches game. She sat in the bleachers, ignored the game, which we won handily, and chatted with the girlfriends and wives of my teammates. After the game was over, we drove to Gene and Rich's for post-game drafts of Iron City beer and the specialty of the house, a heaping plate of spaghetti with meatballs the size of baseballs. The owners were delighted to see Anita and thought she was a real looker. Knowing I was an outfielder, they told me that Anita was the best catch I'd ever made and slipping me a 20 said to treat her to something classy. Considering that I was making $1.12 an hour that summer as a stock boy at Gimbel's department store before going back to college, the 20 was much appreciated and badly needed. After I reminded Anita of Jean and Riches, she said that Iron City 
with its odd kerosene taste, was the worst beer she ever drank, but admitted that the spaghetti and meatballs were great. She said that the multi-million dollar salaries of today's baseball players are impressive, but how could she resist a softball player who treated her to the best ever spaghetti dinner and later actually took her out for something classy? This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.